Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we thank you oh so much. Such a beautiful day and so many blessings you've already piled upon us. And now more blessings. We thank you truly and help us as we get into your word to understand it, apply it in the right way, draw close to you, build our faith and trust in you and in your word. As we pray in Jesus' precious holy name, amen. Everyone can see God. You have these folks out there that like to claim that they are atheists or that they are agnostic, but actually they're liars because God has manifest himself to everyone, everyone on the planet. From the time they're born to the time they leave this planet, the Lord will manifest himself to them. And they will have to make the decision to either accept Jesus Christ or to deny Jesus Christ. In Psalm 19, in verse 1, he clearly puts here, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. So we can go out into the world and see the handiwork of God, see the handiwork that Jesus Christ spoke into existence. Everywhere, you look up into the heavens, you're speaking of here, looking up into the space, looking up, seeing the stars and seeing the skies and seeing the sun and the moon and the clouds and all of creation all around us just screams the existence of God. Day unto day uttereth speech and night unto night showeth knowledge. It's proclaiming the existence of God. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. That means everyone, everywhere, every civilization has this available to them, the proclamation and existence of God. Their line is gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun. In his creation, everything, creating the sun, creating the moon, creating all the stars, everything in six literal days of creation. He spoke everything into existence, as he tells us in the Gospel of John. In John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Jesus Christ spoke everything into existence. He is the Word. And one of the things that the devil is doing is trying to convince folks that Jesus Christ did not create everything. And that false teaching is an antichrist attitude, an antichrist movement. It is on the increase. It will continue to be on the increase the more and more we get closer and closer to the last days to the very day of the rapture and so forth. You're just going to see this more and more increased as we truly see around the world. More and more of this resistance to God, more and more resistance to Christianity, to proclaim that Christianity is an an enemy to the country as they've been doing here in this country. And there was a statistic taken and study it come up with that church memberships have dropped below 50% for the first time in U.S. history. So everything is on a decrease. Everything is winding down. There's more and more resistance to Jesus Christ, more and more resistance to the Christians. 
But here he clearly proclaims that Jesus Christ is the Word, and he spoke everything into existence. Let's read that again. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Everybody that comes into the world is seen, I should say, sees this light. They can pull a bag down over their head, close their eyes, turn away, deny it, but it is there. Read 9 again. There was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of the blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus Christ, the one and only true and living God. Period. If you're against Him, you're an Antichrist. If you don't trust in Him, then you're an Antichrist. Simple as that. There's only two ways. You're either Christian or you're Antichrist. How much of an Antichrist you are can be displayed in your behavior. You go to a certain point of being Antichrist and the door gets closed for you. As he teaches us in Romans chapter 1. A place we go to so often because it applies to today. It applies more today than the day that Paul wrote this to the church at Rome. It was going on back then, but now it is so prevalent. And it is being bombarded upon the children. In Romans chapter 1, picking up verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That's something that every Christian needs to consider. In this day and time, when there is more and more persecution, more and more condemning of the Christian behavior, more and more condemning of Christians, proclaiming that they are a hate group, that what they spew out is hate speech, arresting Christians that are standing up for Christianity, abusing them, even murdering them. Are you ashamed of being a Christian? Paul wasn't. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. So that's one of the things they do. They try to say that truth is 
false and that false is truth and righteousness is unrighteousness and unrighteousness is righteousness. They try to turn it around backwards. That's the way the devil has always done from the very beginning and he continues to do it. And he's got a lot more people on his side nowadays. Verse 19, because that which may be known of God, the things that God has created, the existence of God, His will for you, those are the things that may be known of God, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. It's revealed in them. For God hath showed it unto them. This is to everybody, to every man, woman, and child in existence of all time has been exposed to the revelation of God. Manifest, it means to be revealed, shown to them. For the invisible things of Him, not only the visible, but even the invisible things of Him. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. We look around, we see creation, we see the wondrous beauty. In the springtime as the flowers are blooming, wondrous beauty. The intricacies and the beauty and the design of His creation all around us. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Those that deny His existence are without excuse. They have no excuse for saying that they don't believe He exists. What they are truly proclaiming is that they don't want Him to exist they don't want to follow Him. They don't want to believe Him. They are anti-Christ. Read 20 again. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. See, they knew Him and denied Him. Everyone knows that God exists. They either acknowledge Him or deny Him. And they denied Him and their, as it says, foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. All those out there to proclaim, oh, I've got it all figured out. This is how it all happened. This is how creation came about. This is evolution and billions and billions of years and all the stupid stuff they come up with. And now we've got this religion of climate change that people are being swept in by and so much of it out there. They're professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of, of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. They worship the planet. They worship the animals. They worship the climate. They worship the things that are around them that they think came about through billions and billions of years of evolution because they don't want to believe in God. They don't want to trust in God because if they believe in God, if they trust in God, then they know they have to answer for their behavior. Then they know there is going to be a time of accountability. They don't want to be accountable for their actions. 
They want to do whatever they want and whatever makes them feel good and not have to answer to anybody for anything. The anarchist attitude that we see on the spread throughout the world. They, don't, they fight against God first, and then they start fighting against any authority. They fight against the governments that are established by God. They fight against that. They want to be totally independent and only depend upon themselves and not be answerable to anyone. That's the attitude that they have. When he was professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and to four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up. Notice, God gave them up. They get to a point, the Lord says, forget you. I don't want nothing to do with you anymore. I'm going to give you up. He says, you just have at it. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. We clearly see that going on. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator who is blessed forever. Amen. They worship themselves and each other, not the Creator that spoke them into existence. Verse 26, For this cause God gave them up once again, emphasizing that, it gets to a point where the Lord's just going to give up. He said, I'm done with you. I'm going to give you up. Let you go ahead and waller in all these sins you want. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. That's lesbianism. On the increased and being taught in the schools as being an acceptable behavior. They are taking the children in school, even when the parents don't know about it, and helping the children change their genders through surgeries and taking of drugs, puberty blockers, and hormones. And this false teaching that they're coming up with, bombarding it into the children's minds that they can change their genders even. That's something that is against nature, as he continues in verse 27. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, this is talking about homosexuality, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of the error which was meet. It's not going well for them. They're not happy. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, notice, didn't want to retain it. It was there, but they kicked it out. They rejected God over and over, rejecting God. And then what happens? God gave them up. Even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. As we have spoken on this very verse so many times, this reprobate mind is when the Lord stops working with someone, when He closes that door just like He closed that door on the ark. No one is able to come into that ark. There's a time, there's a limited time offered to the salvation a limited time. You've only got a certain amount of time to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you don't accept in that, the door gets closed. 
you're doomed for hell. Then as it says, to do those things which are not convenient, and not productive, not beneficial, and what do they do? Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God. That's really the core of it, haters of God. Despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, they know the judgment of God, even these reprobates know the judgment of God. But what do they do? Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. They love it when they can convince other children to start following their evil pathway. They just eat that up. And it's on the increase. Terribly on the increase in this country and around the world, but in this country more prevalent than anywhere in the world. It is a shame that a country that was once known as a godly country has become such a perversion that it has become today. And it's getting worse and will continue to get worse. But as I have cautioned you many times, this reprobate condition is only for the Lord to determine. We cannot determine whether someone is reprobate or not ourselves. Only the Holy Ghost can do that. Is we can look in history and see some people that were pretty evil that we would have thought maybe that person had reached that level of being a reprobate, but the Lord saved them. After all, the one who wrote the book of Romans, Paul himself, he was a ruthless, bloodthirsty person. He was on the road to Damascus to hunt down more Christians, to take them back to be slaughtered. But the Lord saved him. So we have a responsibility to continue to love everyone. Even these perverted people that are trying to pervert our children, we need to care for them and try to reach them, to share the gospel to them, to share the love of Jesus Christ, to shine the light so they can see the pathway to come out of that. So as I say, once again, do not condemn anyone. We are not to judge someone in that way, that condemnation. We don't condemn anyone. We don't say that anyone is reprobate. That is only for the Lord to do. So I caution you very very severely on that. Do not condemn anyone to hell yourself. That is only for the Lord to do. We are to love and to help even the most perverted person that we know any way that we can. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. We further see what the Lord has done to these people that have become reprobate. In the last days, in the tribulation time, when the Antichrist is going to be brought to power on this planet after the rapture of the church and so forth, of course. When the tribulation time is going on, this event is going to unfold in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, talking about the Antichrist, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved, rejected the love of the truth. This is what's going on during the tribulation time that he's speaking of here, but this we see going on even today. They reject the love of the truth. 
and what has happened to them. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. That's that reprobate condition. Strong delusion. Now they're going to follow Satan completely and fully. Because the Holy Ghost doesn't work with them anymore. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Because they chose unrighteousness and the pleasure of sin, they will be given that strong delusion. And they'll believe the Antichrist. And they'll wind up in the lake of fire for eternity. It's sad, so sad, what we see going on in the world. And this is just a little sample of what's going to be going on during the tribulation time. Over in 1 John, the small epistle of 1 John in chapter 2, in verse 15, some more teaching concerning our behavior as Christians, what we should do in this world. 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 reads, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. See, like we were speaking in Sunday school, we are in this world. We are to be an influence in this world, but we are to be separate, to be separated, to come out from among them, but still have an influence on the world, but not love the world and the worldly behaviors. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Pride of life. That's one of the things they like to do in this state. Well, even other states as well. These gay pride parades, gay pride movements, this pride, pride, pride. So proud to be a pervert. They want to flaunt it and share it with everybody. Shame. Got to help them. Got to reach out to him as it continues. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Little children. Notice how he's talking to these people as little children, because that's what we got to realize. We need to humble ourselves as little children that need to learn and listen up. Little children, it is the last time. And as Ye have heard that Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. The more we see the Antichrist increasing, the more we know it's the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out, that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. This is talking about people that had come in to try to associate with the Christians and then they turned away and went off to start their own little thing and they were not of the Lord at all. They were infiltrators. We see this displayed in some of the churches that have recently decided to accept and bring in the ungodly behaviors of the world and accept them as being normal. We have so-called Christian churches that have lesbian or homosexual pastors guiding 
the congregation. We have them posting the gay pride flags on their church buildings, welcoming them in and accepting their behavior as being godly. That's what he's talking about. We have that going on. But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. This is talking about we that are truly born again have the Holy Ghost in us, and we can see the error of the ways of the world. I have not written unto you because ye know not the truth, but because ye know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. That's where it all boils down to. If you deny the Father and the Son, you are Antichrist. That's it. That's the only two ways there is to it. As Matthew recorded the words of the Lord, He that is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Clear and simple. What the Lord said. And that's what we can stand on. If you're not with him, you're against him, you become an antichrist. You're just like what he just said here. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. So all those that say they're atheists, all those that say they're agnostics, they are antichrist. Simple as that. There's only two ways to it. Either Christian or antichrist. Period. That's all there is to it. John chapter 14, verse 6 again, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The only pathway to the Heavenly Father is by way of Jesus Christ. Even those out there that proclaim that they are of a particular descendant of the tribes of, of Israel want to stand on the, the bloodline that they have, it ain't going to help them. If they don't acknowledge Jesus Christ, they are Antichrist. Simple as that. Romans chapter 14, verses 11 and 12. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Simple as that. Everybody's going to give account. Did you trust in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, or did you deny Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? As simple as that. You're either Christian or you're non-Christian. If you're a Christian, you're going to be raptured up. And shortly after the rapture, we're going to be looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. That's what the future holds for us. We need to... As he says over in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When we do that, we can be looking forward to the wondrous new creation that he has in store for us that you see over in Revelation chapter 21, a new heaven and a new earth, and so much to look forward to. But if you deny Jesus Christ, if you turn against Jesus Christ, then you're looking at Revelation chapter 20 and verse 15. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Simple as that. It's a simple choice. It's a free gift that's being held out. It's a free gift. You don't have to work for it. You just merely have to trust in Jesus Christ to receive that free gift. And then you become Christian instead of Antichrist. And then you can be looking forward to the wondrous new home with the Lord for eternity. So 
It's so simple, which is probably why so many people can't comprehend it, because it's so simple. They think it's got to be more complicated than that. The trick of the devil. But as he clearly put there, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. All around creation, we can see the existence of God. So if you deny Jesus Christ, you're a liar. Simple as that. We've got to trust in Jesus Christ. So as he said there in 1 John again, who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is antichrist. Simple as that. Neither Christian or you're non-Christian. Matthew 12, verse 30 again, He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. So confess your sins. Ask for forgiveness. The Holy Ghost will come into you and give you an enlightenment, give you a peace that passeth all understanding and adopt you into the family. So you can be looking forward to those words, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Let's pray. Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we truly thank You for Your Word. The wisdom that we need can be found in that and by the teaching of Your indwelling Spirit that is within all of us. We truly thank You for the Holy Ghost and what He can do for us. Help us always to be listening up to truly have that communion with You by way of the Holy Ghost and encourage all of us to go out and share that with others. Give all of us that boldness that Paul was writing about there, not to be ashamed to be a Christian. In this world, it becomes more and more challenging, more and more fearful to step up and proclaim you as our Lord and Savior. Help us all have that boldness. Help us all have that fearlessness to step right on up there and and do it when you give us that opportunity to do it, to proclaim you as our Lord and Savior. Thank you all so much for the opportunity to be a part of your work. So we pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Would please stand.